Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Lindsay. The Let's Talk Peaches podcast is a community that empowers others to go after the life they want. We are constantly asking the question, how can we set ourselves up, mind, body, and soul, to achieve the happiness and success we deserve? If you're a new peach, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a returning peach, thank you so much for tuning back in. We really appreciate that. Hit that big subscribe button on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. We put out new episodes every every Monday. Monday. All right, let's dive into the episode. Hi, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome back for another episode of Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We are so happy to have you here. We have a super amazing guest for you this week, Angela. She is vegan, and she is the founder and creator of Vegan Pop Eats. And we are so honored that she has decided to grace us with her presence on today's podcast (laughs) and tell us all of the goody goodness about being vegan and Mm -hmm. how it feels and what it was like for her to start her business and what her business is. She has amazing energy. Like You'll hear it and you'll feel it from the very first moment she starts speaking. She's an inspirational person. She has a great story and we don't dive too too deep into like why she became vegan we do a little bit but she has a lot of there's a, there's a lot of videos on YouTube and on her platforms that talk about it it's a really moving story it's a very important story and so I really encourage and recommend you check those out um, either now or right immediately right after you listen the to episode. this this episode just because it's it's such good content on top of all of her other content and it's just like a really powerful story yeah also, she is the walking encyclopedia for all things vegan of places to get good food. If you're in your in your area, if you're like trying to find some yummy vegan food, she is the person to try and ask for a reco because she just knows so knowledgeable everything. So mm-hmm. Miami, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, New York, New York. Yeah, there's like all the lots places. of lots of lots of cities that she just like knows the 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 four one one the go-to vegan spots yeah so yeah we're super excited it's a great episode today and we'll dive right in yeah brb peaches All right, Peaches, we have the lovely Angela here with us. Hello, how are you? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much Thank for, you being, so much for here. being here. We're so excited about today. Just a little context, Peaches. We actually, fun story, mm-hmm. we actually met Angela uh, while eating at, where were we? What was the name of that one? Cadence, Cadence? Yes. yes. Yeah, it was just a, ve- a vegan restaurant in, in the New York Village, City. Yeah. In, the, in New York City. And it's, it's first of all, it's so good. So vegan or not, but especially if you're vegan, definitely head on over uh, there. That street in general, all of it's the- It's just like vegan galore. Within that train, within the, like, the, the house of ownership of all of that stuff. But we'll get into it. But we met there. And of course, we got to chatting about vegan things, and we were like, "Oh my god, this girl knows we'll her be shit. reaching." Yeah, we'll be reaching out. <laughs> but before we start really diving into who you are and what you do, Angela, we like to ask, like, "What's up, Peach? How, like, a gut check? How are you doing? How's the week going? How's so the far? week going? How was the weekend? The week is going well. Everything is good. I can't complain. I just wish 
New York will decide on what kind of weather we're going to have. Right. And yeah, everything is good. I, I really can't complain. I just got back from the Vegan Women's Summit in LA where I moderated a panel. Ooh. And yeah, I'm just really, you know, grinding it out and making sure that people know about um, Vegan Pop Eats, my brand. Yes. And yeah, that's the goal. That is the goal. That's amazing. Busy, so busy week for you. Yes, 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 yes. I think I remember you talking about that when we were, when we had originally first met. So that's yeah. cool that you're post that just yeah. now. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was a great experience. It was so Yeah, good great. times? Yes, because to to for me, it's more about people celebrating and understanding what you do. And mm. they're also, when your peers say you're doing a great job is way different than just someone who doesn't really understand or can relate to whatever you're doing. But to be in a space where people have seen the content that I've put out mm -hmm. to, you know, tell me I'm doing a great job or even just wanting to know who I am after moderating a panel because most of them didn't know who I was, but they knew that I was, you know, operating in this space. So just to get a high five from the people in our space that are even bigger of a deal than I am was just, it, it yeah. just, it just, it's just, it just hits different. Yeah, hits yeah. totally. Totally. I'm so, ha I'm so happy. I love that for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we'll dive more into that. I've like taken a few notes. But before we get too far into it, I'd love for anybody that hasn't heard of Angela or Vegan Pop Eats yet, can we just give a quick summary about like who you are, how we got here. What's the good stuff? And, and what you do. Yeah. Well, I am Angela Yvonne and I'm the host and creator of Vegan Pop Eats where we are changing the perception of veganism, plant-based living through conversations, cuisines, and conscious living. I just want to show you how dope it is over here on the green side. You know, I weekly I do conversations because I hate to say interviews because it's more of a conversation yeah. with the influential people in our space. And that is to make people aware of the different journeys that people go through in order to get to the you know the ultimate space of veganism where you're giving up dairy meat seafood and etc 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 and i also have an, an another show where i showcase all the hottest vegan spaces and trends as well and we'll be getting back in the streets like in may june um and that's just to show people because a lot of people don't think that we eat as well mm -hmm. because we're not eating any meats but you guys came to cadence so oh, you no. know uh, yeah. <laughs> quite well so we eat good uh, yeah so yeah, that's that's just basically what it is. And I've been a vegan going on six years. And I'm also, you know, um, a multimedia journalist. So, you know, I've done public relations. I've done on-air correspondence and reporting and stuff like that. And it just seemed to mesh together whenever I became a vegan. And I knew that there wasn't any, you know, lifestyle shows or any spaces that merge the pop culture and the lifestyle together. So I decided to create it during, you know, COVID mm -hmm. is when it really took off. So my brand is almost a year and a half to two years. Yeah, she's two years old. Yeah, she's a oh my gosh. We're going to be two soon as well in July. Yeah. Yes! yeah. Little, yes. Look at us growing our COVID babies. <laughs> yes, growing our COVID babies. And, you know, and it's been, it's been dope for me so far because people really, you know, respect it and they see it as a media space to come on and 
each each quarter it just seems like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really excited about what it's going to look like at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, first of all, for any peaches that that are new or don't know this, Nicole and I are also vegan. So we have a special place in our heart for vegan pop eats and for Angela um, and what she's doing. I would love to know before you had this platform, what were you doing? I, you had a, you were in multimedia and broadcast stuff. Well, before this, I had moved to New York because my the way that I got into veganism was that my mother had gotten breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And when she got breast cancer, that's when I became a vegeta- vegetarian. And then, you know, I had moved to New York for a short period of time and then the cancer came back and I went back home and I took care of her for like, I think it was like three years, three, four mm. years. And when she passed, I was just like, okay, I have to come back to New York because my story is not done. And so I was trying to operate in the, you know, the pop culture media space here. But it was it was difficult because it is a competitive space. And majority of the people, once they get those opportunities, they don't, you know, like share the wealth as in how, because our our jobs are not, I guess, advertised. Mm. So if I'm not working like at a news station or something of that nature, you know, it's really hard to get that. So I was hosting, I was, you know, grinding it out because there wasn't really any opportunities until I became a talk show host for the L Spot show here in Brooklyn. And I was there for two years. And that's when I was able to really see if Vegan Pop Eats would be something because we were allowed to have like a segment of our own where we produced it and edited it and things of that nature. And I've never been one of those people who wasn't afraid of hard work. And I've never been the type of person who was never afraid of the grind. I've never been the the person who's been like, you know, I might not have been paid financially, but the experience mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me equaled it out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I've never been that type of person But when COVID hit and they sat us down for those two year and a half, two years, it was almost like for me, even though COVID, you know, took so many lives and it was so it was it was crazy because we didn't know what was going on. But at the same time, I felt like it was the universe saying, "Okay, you said you never had time to do this. You said you didn't want to do this. You 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 just couldn't find the time to do it. But this is the time that the universe, I think, was saying either squat or get off the pot. <laughs> yes. You, you know what I'm saying? Because it was just like, okay, you say you want to do this. You say you want to do that. And now that you're sitting in the house, you know, you're getting a weekly paycheck. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Some of us got more than others, but it's still for us sitting in the house. It was good money. Yeah. Even though people say, oh, it wasn't. But for me to get paid weekly, to be able to eat like I want to eat, go to the park every day, it, it balanced it out. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, the quality of life just came back, I mm-hmm. guess. And so when that happened, it was just like, okay, you know, I saw the media girls on doing their IG lives and I was like, I can do an IG live. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was just like, I can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, you know, I just... I was just like, okay, I'm I'm going to do an IG live. I'm doing IG live. The girls are doing IG live. So I was, I just reached out to certain people and, you know, believe it or not, they came on mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I, and I didn't have like a blueprint as in this is what was done prior. It was more so like, hi, 
I'm doing this, you know, IG live and everybody was in the house and things of that nature. So, you know, my first quarter, I was able to get like the Invisible Vegan on there. Jennifer Stolchevich from the Vegan Women's Summit. I was able to get John Sally. You know, I just got people that for me, it was like, I'm not even on a major platform. And I was able to just tell them what I was doing and they were for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was the will of the gods or just for the fact that they were bored sitting in the house. But I am forever grateful because just those couple of people, it allowed for my emails to be a little bit more powerful once yep. mm-hmm. I got those couple underneath my belt. Totally. For sure. And then people started to be like, oh, okay, so you've done this. And then, you know, and also showing my physical show, they were just like, oh, okay. So now, you know, now it's a weekly thing. Of course, I've been on hiatus for like a couple, I'd say it's been like maybe a couple weeks because, you know, I was you doing traveling and doing whatever. <laughs> but I come back in May for, you know, I guess it would be the third season of my IG lives or whatever the case may be. And I have some really great people who are going to be on this time. So yeah, I'm just really excited about it. And also growing my physical show is I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, I guess. Yay. (laughs) We can really resonate with the idea of, I mean, first of all, you have to start, I think it can be pretty daunting. You have to start somewhere when you're start like when you're building something. And Nicole and I come from like a digital media space as well and our like our day jobs. And so I, we were like, how do we use our knowledge of what we've learned so far in our careers with what we want to do to get people of quality that are credible in a space so that we can start building? Because you have to you have to send out an email and like asking for a favor and being right. like, I know there's nothing online yet, but trust me, like, I know what I'm doing. Like, it's going yeah, to be <laughs> worth your time. And like, I'm passionate. It's going to work. And I, we were we were pleasantly surprised. We've said this before on the podcast. We were pleasantly surprised and continue to be pleasantly surprised at who agrees to come on. Right. And I think that's that has a lot to do with like the person believing in what they're doing, the person feeling credible in what they know and also the way that you show up to the ask exactly you know if you show up and you're like if you're professional and you're passionate and you're knowledgeable then it will entice people to be to take you seriously and give you their time yeah absolutely absolutely and if your mission statement is it calls to them as well so like Mm -hmm. i we're gearing yourself up mind body and soul to live life you want to live learning about being the best version of yourself like there's so much a lot of people want to do that and then veganism obviously so many people want to are heading towards the green side and are curious about it whether they're already vegan learning wanting to learn more wanting to see the cool hot spots for where they're traveling to all of this stuff or if they're vegan curious and looking for more information about it like there's just so many it's becoming much more of a accessible topic and accessible knowledge right because of shows like vegan pop eats so yeah (laughs) what do you typically say or do you typically say to people who you want to make vegan curious like how do you like spark that do you is do you have something that you say to people to spark the curiosity or to like get them to just be thinking about it well, my tagline is, is dope over here on the green side. Yeah. So I always just, I really just, I mean, I guess because of my personality, more people would be like, more people are, you know, 
convinced because I always say that my mm. conversion rate is 100%, but you have to invite me in like a vampire. God, yeah. you, can't. <laughs> you invite me in, we going. Yeah. And for me, I, 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 w- I would say it's 100% of my personality and I would say it's 100% of just the fact that I'm just like, climate change, it's not supposed to be snowing mm-hmm. over here, it's yeah. not supposed to be doing this. And it's obvious that they're poisoning our foods because of the development of how, you know, we're we're progr- developing because it shouldn't be where you can't tell the difference between a teenage girl and a, gr- a girl in college. It, uh-huh. should, it, it should be where I can tell the difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't be where we are all blending in where no one is like, okay, that's a possibility she could be this, or that's a possibility he could be this. There are, there are, there are women and there are kids who are walking around here where it's obvious is it's, it's what we're putting in our mouths and what we're putting in our bodies that are changing the normal, I guess, route we're supposed to be taking as human beings. Mm-hmm. And especially in our community, like the black community, ours is the fastest rising demographic to cross over because, mm-hmm. you know, we battle high blood pressure. We battle mm-hmm. diabetes and all kinds of other different things. Mm-hmm. And um, I always say, you know, our health is our biggest currency. Totally. So as soon as we get that in check, then other things will open up for us. But until then, you know, mm-hmm. we'll just mm-hmm. keep going how we're going. Yeah. But it's easy. I, I feel like it's easy for me to get people interested because like when we met, I was just like, oh, you need to go here. You need to go here. You need to yeah. go here. You need to go here. You need to go here. Yeah. And, and I like to show that kind of excitement for it because once they go, then it's like, maybe I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, have to, I just have to get you where you can do this. Yeah. yeah. Show them where the Absolutely. party's at. <laughs> oh, for sure. So that's my that's my thing because I want everybody you know to be over here because it's vital at this point because of just climate is vital because of health it's just it's it's just vital for a quality way of life mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think one of the very I mean it's hard to say, life is a balance so it's hard to say which one's important but obviously how you feel on the inside how you treat your organs, how you treat what's happening on the inside is so important. And to be like, like you were saying, and I really have fallen into this hole recently of like not wanting to buy anything from even from just like with a grocery store. And I am vegan. Like, I just like don't want any preservatives in my body. I like just like, I I'm having a hard time with all of that just because you just don't I can't you can't trust anybody anymore. And it's like (laughs) and and it is a huge issue. And people already like we're predisposed to health issues anyways, because our mom also has has a lot of health issues. And it's just like, I don't. When my body adding fuel to the fire. Exactly. Right. I want to be treat. I want this is a, my body's a temple. She works hard for what we do in this world, and she deserves to have every opportunity to succeed and be the best she can be. And that for us, for Nicole and I, and I would imagine for you as well, Angela, is part of the reason why we went vegan. Right. I just want to put good things in my body. Really. Yeah. Because that's why I like I I've started to dabble into raw eating now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've done two, I did one for 25 days and then I did one for 30 days. 
Mm. For, wait, so for any anyone that doesn't know what a raw vegan is, that's like just directly from the ground. Is it? Yeah. No, it's like no cooking as well, right? You can you can cook up to 120 degrees. Okay. okay. But it's just like it's straight. Only things straight from the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so like no like seitan or uh, right. Like, Substitutes. No substitutes. No. Yeah. yeah. I only really eat substitutes whenever I get a craving. Like if, yeah. and I won't say craving because I think cravings is just that you know I'm just being lazy and it sounded good at the moment. Right. But, um, yeah. I agree. You know, like if I want like a chicken nugget or if I if I uh-huh. just or if I want a burger or you know a chicken sandwich or something like that. That's when I'll eat that. But for the most part, I'm mostly raw. Plant based. Oh, I'm plant-based. I'm mostly like I want to say eighty five to ninety percent plant based, and then the ten percent would be like the faux meats and cheeses and things of that nature. But I'm finding that I'm starting to graduate in our space. Yeah, because I like it when I eat raw. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly do. And I, it, it's hard to like I I haven't really tried it, but like right. it's, it's hard, hard to do. Because I like it. Do you feel like how does it feel? Like how did it go? It's twenty five days. Feels- it feels light. Mm. Like I, mm. I, I just feel, I feel like, I feel like a bad bitch. <laughs> the reason why is because I'm like, dang, I had structure. I had to meet, I had to meal prep. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is so tr- Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not really that hard because the meal prepping isn't hard as well because like in the mornings I'll do smoothies with coconut water. Mm. Um, you know, I'll do an, I, acai bowl uh-huh. i'll do you know um there's raw yogurts now like there's one called coke coke coconut it's in a glass jar i forgot what it is but it has probiotics in it okay. it's about seven dollars for one of them things of but course it is <laughs> it's raw coconut yogurt and okay. so i just i just feel like i have my life together when i eat raw yeah you know what i'm saying my <laughs> yeah. skin not that I have bad skin, but I just feel like it elevates it a little bit. Yeah, and then I feel like I just want to be just, you know, out. And I, just- I mean, at the very least, I think it's like, you know, what an experience to at least just try it and like see, you know, oh, yeah. see how it affects I feel your body. Like, especially, I feel like you'll feel it the most, and I feel like you, you do feel it the most when you go back to the old diet and then you're like, right. oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like that's not now it. I'm yeah. lethargic or or I also have noticed it like when I start eating better and my brain fog goes away. Yes. That's, that's mm-hmm. like the time when I it's not about going back. It's about going forward. And I'm like, whoa, the fog has cleared and I can like right. I can think for myself again. I didn't realize how like, oh, God, I'm so smart. I didn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I couldn't yeah. remember. <laughs> so I said that I'll be starting back during Raw Monday because I want to do it through the whole summer. I just okay. want to see. I just want to see what what what's good. Exactly. So I'm, you know, I'm gonna do majority of it. And if I, you know, if I do eat something cooked, it'll probably be like on the weekend or something like yeah. that. But I really, I really enjoy it. And I tell people it's important for us to graduate in the lifestyle because I say that like veganism is like freshman year because yeah, you came off the meats and you're still, you know, eating the faux and the faux cheeses and faux this and this. And then, you know, some people will have a conversation about what exactly is plant-based or, mm. you know, different things like that. Because yeah. I, I had an interview with Eris Latham. He's, he's Dr. Eris Latham. And he is credited for, you know, being like the father of the raw food movement. Mm. And he says that there's no such thing as veganism. Either you're a vegetarian or you're not. Okay. That's... Hmm. 
Okay. That's what he says. Yeah. He says because veganism is just a word that is used in order for people to digest it better. So is he saying that if you're vegan, you're still vegetarian? Or if you're vegan, you're raw? No, he's saying there's no such thing as veganism. It's either you're a vegetarian or you're not. So the word that we're using is more so like to make it easier for people to be like, okay, that's what it is. But in all actuality, by definition, is either you're a vegetarian or not. Because vegetarian means vegetable. It means you know, it means okay. so. Okay, so what he's saying is like people that like we digest as vegetarians that eat dairy. Like you're not you're not a real vegetarian because you don't eat just vegetables, right? Copy, copy. Okay. No. Well, I think that's what you said. Yeah, because <laughs> I went back and forth because I was like, I was always taught that I'm a veget, I'm a vegan. He was right. like, the vegan is a made up word that society did. You're either a vegetarian, which means the absence of meat dairy and all those other things or you're not interesting okay okay so So if you're eating opposite of vegetables (laughs) you are not it's like i I, I feel like like he's just gonna adapt with us because it's too critical (laughs) (laughs) i look at i've uh, the other thing is like you whole it's it's not easy it's not the easy i mean there are harder things in the world but it's not the easiest thing to make the jump from to veganism um, right. even we were vegetarian for i don't know like 6 years and then yeah. and then we i say graduated to veganism right so but even that was still a little hard it really was that that jump was fairly easy but it's still you know you have to think about different things there's less options like whatever so i feel like there's an emotional no honey don't take this away from me. I earned this. Right. I, d- I do the work every day. Right. Um, I want everybody to know. <laughs> so there is definitely that as well. So what was his name again? Dr. Aris, A-R-I-S Latham, L-A-T-H-A-M. And you can see the full interview on my IG live. Like you can see my expression. Mm-hmm. You can, you can yeah. be like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. You know, but he, I would do the same thing. He's really, he's, he's into, like, he's into, he's like raw. Like sure. he's, he's, he's eating he lives in Panama. He has like, where people actually come to his retreat and learn to, yeah. to live that way. He goes on juicing fast and all kinds of things. He's the level that I aspire to be because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he only eats living foods. Like he doesn't even, and he doesn't entertain anything else. Yeah. He just goes he out there. Play. You know, what? Tree. you know how like when people get a tattoo, they say, you know, it's like they be, they're like, oh, but then I got to get another one and then I got to get another mm-hmm. one. I feel like it's the same <laughs> thing. It's like you go maybe you go vegetarian and then you go vegan and then you're like, do I want to like just harvest from my own farm? That's, <laughs> like, you know what? That's where it's going because now yeah. everybody's like, oh, I've been growing my own grapes yeah, in, my, yeah. in my window seal. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm late. <laughs> that kind of sounds nice like getting your hands really dirty and like you said we're not dealing with any preservatives or pesticides or like any that we're in complete control and we know exactly what is going into exactly. our bodies and it's the freshest it could be exactly it's like everything comes back things come back in style you know what I mean yes. like we're like <laughs> we're like let's bring it all the way back but even, I can totally see it yeah. I can totally see me do it because like now I'm craving like I've been in New York six years, uh, but now uh-huh. me and my me and my friends have this thing where we're just like, I just want to live somewhere where I'm well 
moisturized and nourished. Yeah, I just, yeah. just want to live there. And and I fell in love with Miami. Like mm. I fell in love with it. I went out there last year. I told you about the Seed Food and Wine Festival. It's coming back around, I think, in November. So you you definitely have to try to get out there because okay. I'll, I'll be there this year too. Oh, okay. But when I went there, it just looked like everybody was well-nourished and well-moisturized <laughs> in the vegan space. Like mm-hmm. I, the sun was out there, you could hear the crashing of the waves. It was it it was a moment, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, what? yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all are living great, and y'all have mango trees and y'all have avocado trees. A girl told me she was like, if you buy avocados here, you don't really have any friends because everybody has an avocado tree. Like, <laughs> first of all, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I feel like we have a similar story because, but instead of Miami, we went to San Diego. <gasps> I heard San Diego was everything. Oh, you've, you have to get like, it's, it's harder to not eat vegan there. You know? Yeah. 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 You definitely, you have to, you have to, you and your crew have to go out there and get some, get, do all the spots yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. But, I met a girl out there uh, uh, at the summit. She was like, when you come out, just let me know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, a There's lot so of many, spots, so sure. many. But I feel like we went out there, we had a friend, we were staying with a friend and he was vegan or is vegan. And essentially the entire time we were there, we were vegan because it didn't mean it didn't bother us to be vegan at the time. And he like had his garden outside. He had he had a lemon tree, not an avocado tree, but he wow. had his lemon tree outside. And I was just like, <laughs> squeeze lemonade. I know. <laughs> I was just like, hmm. This is this doesn't sound so bad, and I feel like when I <laughs> when I came back because uh, we're in Connecticut right now, and right. we were we lived in New York for for a while up until the start of the pandemic. Moved back con- to Connecticut, did a bunch of traveling last year in 2021, and then after we came back from San Diego, I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I want to go back to the city now because right. there's just I would never be able. I just don't make the kind of money where I'd be able to have a garden. And like, it's not quite as accessible and easy to do that in, in the city, this, in this, in the heart of the city. Yeah. Right. So it definitely, this like natural organic lifestyle that's, yes. that's really like coming everybody into. Everybody just looks so happy. They just happy look like, and oh, healthy. You want fresh squeeze lemonade? Here you go. And let me just go to my tree. You know, <laughs> just, imagine that. It just Imagine feels, that. yeah, it just feels so much better. Like you, mm-hmm. I also, I think it's definitely kind of like a religious practice as well. <laughs> a spiritual practice, if you will. Like I kind of identify more with a spiritual practice. It's just like right. me, in, in meaningful eating, intentful eating. I'm ready for it. I yeah. keep saying that this is my last summer here in New York. Cause I, cause it was. I don't know if it mesmerized me or what, but it was just like, and then Miami is voted the best, the healthiest city in the, in the country. Really? It's like, and their vegan community is, is dope. And yeah. the events that they have there and they have like vegan block parties. They have like, <laughs> it's just a thing. And yeah. here I was telling someone, I was like, the vegan community here is cool, but it is not the full lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in LA, it's the full lifestyle. Do oh, you yeah. know that they're building a vegan hotel out there? No, no I didn't know that. That's cool. I just found that out. Even though there's one in Puerto Rico already, there's they're <laughs> they're here already, but they're build they are building a vegan sustainable um hotel with residences. Wow, wow. Okay, okay. So, do when you move, you'll go to Miami for sure. For sure. 
Okay, <laughs> amazing. I'm like, we're you want to go to San Diego first? <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go to San Diego anyway because I'm in the, I'm in this space now where I'm just like, I just want to see everything because yeah. I've traveled all my life, but now that I've gotten a taste of and I, I won't say that I was like, oh, there's nothing else going on but New York. But operating in this space and then, you know, where it seems so, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say lonely because that's not the word it is. But it just seems so like, okay, you meet another vegan every now and then uh-huh. versus, you know, it's a whole community and they're really doing it. And they're really, you know, showing there's luxury in veganism. There's this in veganism. And, you know, there's cannabis and there's all kinds of, you know, all these different things. I don't feel that I would get the full gamut of what the lifestyle is about here. Because I can show you where to eat here, you know, but I just feel like it's more welcomed in other spaces than it is here in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, New York and New York City, it's it's Achilles heel if that makes sense, the nature aspect there. Yes, we have Central Park. Yes, you have Prospect Park. You can travel upstate and to get away a little bit. But living in the city, if you want to live in a city and have nature, that's like the thing. That's the only thing it doesn't give you. Right. And I think a lot of people are having similar thoughts to like find it. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I I think that a lot more people are, are wanting that and needing that. And COVID made it that way. Yeah, 100%. To be honest, because I think with COVID, it was like, and like I said, the universe really brought it back to square one for the year and a half, two years that we were there because you were working from home, which means you basically did your own schedule. You were Mm -hmm. able to pick up your kids or you were able to go to the park with your kids. You were better. You were home every night for dinner or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. I mean, it was just certain things that... I think made people realize what was important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because yeah, now, yeah. you know, everybody's just like, I ain't working in no office. I Ugh. was at home. I could, you know, I could go to the gym. I could do whatever I want and still get my work done. Yeah. You're going to have to convince me going back to work, working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Commuting. Yeah. Because my mental health, I got clarity on my mental health. I realized, you know, certain things that I really wanted to do because when you're commuting back and forth and you're working this nine to five, you're thinking about, okay, let me hurry up and get to work. When I'm at work, I'm thinking about, oh, you know, let me get this work done. If someone's trying to sabotage me, sabotage me because of X, Y, and Z, because I wore the wrong color today or, you know, whatever shenanigans that are going on in the office. And then to be away from that for like a year and a half to two years and, you know, you were able to my schedule was I would get up, I would go to the park twice a day because I live by Prospect Park, three miles to walk around the whole park. I was doing that every, you know, in the morning and at night, out with my friends outside, you know, giggling and jiggling, <laughs> taking naps. Yeah. You know, I was living my whole best life. And then to even think that I would want to go back to doing that, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. I think New York got a wake up call. Like oh, big yeah. time during COVID. And I, like you were describing the hustle life, the very beginning of this episode, going to work, working for free or for working for experience, which is working for free. I mean, like I've done that. I worked yeah. many a free unpaid internships. Girl, on- we should be CEOs by now. I as know. Much free stuff we've done. 
I know. And it's, I don't know, I'm like so over it. I'm like, I want nothing to do with the hustle life. I do work life balance is so important. And I, and like you were saying, I think COVID, I totally agree. COVID woke us up to, oh, I don't have to be killing myself. I don't have to work with people that I don't trust. I don't have to be breaking my back sometimes literally to be honest to make to make these ungrateful people more money when I can be first of all living a full life living a full life like you were saying and also be working have time to work on a thing that lights me up like vegan pop eats or let's talk peaches right having time to make myself money or do just like do something that lights me up anyways yeah And and to to go on that point and what the one thing that really made me be like, I'm just going to, well, I've always bet on myself. I've Mm. always bet on myself because I've never did anything the conventional way. I've always just walked to the beat of my own drum or whatever the case may be. But when COVID hit, I was hosting at a, you know, a popular spot here because my whole thing was, I mean, I could go get a nine to five. I could go get whatever job it is because I have a couple of degrees. I could go and do whatever. But, you know, my whole thing was that I wanted to bet on myself because I knew that I had something and I knew that I wanted to show up in the world a different way. And so what got me was that when it was, I remember it, Clear as day, March 13th was like our last day that we worked and we didn't know what was going to go on. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, giving us the food that was in the space because they were like, it can't sit here because we're going to be, we don't know how long we're going to be here. So they were giving us that. And the owner of the space, I would have thought he's a multimillionaire living great in Williamsburg. Mm. I would have thought he would have came down and said, yo. You you guys have made it possible for me to live the life of my dreams. Here's, I don't mean a severance package, but here's maybe $500 a piece. Because it was only like 100 of us, I guess, out of all the spaces that he had. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a little token of saying thank you. And then, you know, unemployment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't see his face. We didn't see that. And at that moment, I was just like, you know what? I no longer want to invest in someone and making their lives better without seeing how it could possibly happen for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where my, my, my head is at. And yeah. I, I mean, I love, you know, I wait tables because it's a, it's a schedule where I can adapt to whatever I want, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm mm-hmm. fortunate enough to work in a space where it is the hottest vegan space. So I'm allowed to talk about my brand. I'm allowed to talk about, you know, the things that I know, yeah. I'm meeting all kinds of different people and things of that neighborhood. But that's not the end game. The end game is for Vegan Pop Eats to be a global brand. Yes. That's what the end game is. So for me, I want to partner with someone in their dream, but I don't want to be the only one working towards their dream and not Right. Get the respect back that you deserve. Yeah. Realizing realizing mine because anything that they have, it's possible for me. It's possible for Nicole. It's possible for Lindsay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think with COVID, it was just more of those things like, yo, these multimillionaires were able, they didn't have to suffer like we, and, and mind you, I didn't suffer. We didn't suffer because, you know, I had a, great apartment, you know, I had, you know, whatever the case may be, but 
they were able to be like, oh, I don't have to deal with this. Let me go somewhere for a whole month mm-hmm. and, you know, and still live their La Vida Loca. And <laughs> people over here were just trying to figure everything out. And, you know, I, I want to see what that's like. And I'm not saying that that I'm going to be a multimillionaire tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's not even about the money. It's more about yeah. the freedom yeah. yep. that it yep. brings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk a lot about uh, like what success means now to us. And uh, obviously, obviously money plays a part in that. And I think for the longest time, when I was younger, I was like, I just want to make six figures. I just want to make six figures. And now I'm like, I still, you know, want that for myself. But like, as I as I got older, I think it became six figures turned into like, I want to be a millionaire. Uh, Just because like, I want to have that off. I want to have the opportunity that money allows us to have. I want to be independent. But now I'm like, I guess I I don't need to make a million dollars every single year. But I want to have enough money where I don't need a partner. I can if I want to have a baby, I can have a baby. If I want to if I want to run a business, I can run a business. I want to be able to travel. And and I also want everybody else to have that same stuff. Like I'm not saying I'm special. I'm just saying, like, I want to live a full life for myself. Yes. I want to have independence. Yes. And and everybody should have that. And so I think I think a lot of people are turning towards having a small business or having a business of their own because of exactly what you're talking about. It's just so incredibly frustrating to work for someone that you know they don't care. <laughs> right. You have varying different levels. Sometimes they show up to the office. Sometimes they don't even show up to the office. You see them like right. once a year at a at a like a stand up or whatever. And right. and they like come in and they do like their promotional talk and then they leave and they don't even know your name. And I don't know. It's it's just tough. It's like really tough. Like and of course I don't know. Like the CEO of ABC isn't gonna know every single person, but also right. like. I don't know. That's just the expectation. It's just the point that I I would have thought that because nobody knew what COVID was. Yeah. They didn't know. So if it was me and I had a brand and someone was working for me, you know, because you didn't know how much people were getting for unemployment because some people didn't even get unemployment. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough that I had paid enough into the system where mm. the money that I was getting was was pretty cute. Yeah. It was cute for <laughs> yeah. me being in the house. Yeah, yeah. I, you know I, what I'm saying. I was laid off at the, at the like a month into COVID. Yeah, and then uh, I was actually making more money on unemployment which honestly yeah. which on which honestly I was like what the fuck like yes. how why am I making more money on unemployment yes I think this says more but I mean there was like the extra like covid bump but I was like so apparently the government thinks that this is the minimum that we should be right. making so as like a working person in New York City so why wasn't my company at least helping me make that anyways I understand like there's things about being a business but then it's just like did you grow too fast did we get like anyway and I was working hard Mm -hmm. like you were like into the same degree that you were working when you were were describing like 14 hour days three days a week and and like yeah anyways anyways I mean these are these are all things I mean I always say when or I always look at it if if a boss of mine ever does or did something that I'm like, that didn't make me feel good. It's like learning for when I'm the boss. And something else that I've learned, and I think that something that you said, like just showing your face and like maybe throwing us a little bit of money would have meant, would have been a drop in the bucket for you, but would have been meant so much to me. I think sometimes the smallest gestures, if you show up with empathy and 
utter transparency can take you so far. And just like being truthful with your employees and being gracious with your employees and just and that will I mean, that's the least you can do. Mm-hmm. And, and that and that will that 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 will take you. I mean, I, I there's been a lot of bosses that haven't done that for me. So you're already ahead right. of the game if you're doing the bare minimum, I think. But so. unfortunately, mm-hmm. I Damn. just and that's just made me and, and I'm not saying that what I'm doing is going to. Well, I am saying that I feel I feel that what I'm doing is going to lead me to the life of my dreams. Yes, it will. Because right now we're having this conversation, you know, we're vegans and we're this. But next year, this time, the window is going to be wide open. You know what I'm saying? And I'm grateful for COVID because of the fact that it really put a, I guess, a fire under people's, you know, behinds. As in, we thought the world was going to end. Now that you got a second chance, how do you want to show up? And how do you want to see your life moving forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think it's interesting to look at the what happened in the pan with with the pandemic and be like, for some people, this was worst case scenario. You know, like right. there a lot. There was a lot that of bad things that happened with absolutely with COVID, and we're still here. We're still kicking, and there's you can rebuild. And so even when it's worst case scenario, it's not the end. In some mm-hmm. ways, it can be a new beginning. And for us, like, we were lucky. It wasn't – we we dealt with a lot of stuff. It it, it uprooted our lives in a lot of ways. But we, we, like you said, we did not suffer the way that others did. But it did – it brought peaches to the forefront of our lives. We got the opportunity to travel. And our lives are yeah. different in a lot of good ways. And so it's it can be, you know, it's not – it's aspiring, you know? Yeah, mm. it is. So as we're sort of creeping up on our hour mark here, is there anything else that you want to bring to the forefront of the conversation and touch on before we move on to the Peachy Clean segment? Well, I just want people to understand that, you know, veganism is a lifestyle and it's something that you live in a life of abundance. It's not a life of lack. Yeah. And you should at least try it. Just, you know, maybe a meatless Monday, you know. Taco less Tuesday or whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. just, you know, just, just, just try it. And also just learn to bet on yourself. Love that. I love that. Yeah. I, I love the idea of you can either, you know, go a month or infuse like vegan days. Like mm-hmm. every Monday you eat vegan because like that, that in itself, you're making an impact. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and then, of course, your last statement, super powerful. One more fun question. What's your favorite dish? Oh. Um, whew, my favorite dish of all times. I could eat pizza all day, every day, <laughs> all day, every day. I love that. I Do you have like a vegan pizza or a specific cheese that you like? I love BioLife. I love Miyoko's. I love um, field roast chow cheese. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've been to Riverdale in Essex so. Market. Mm-mm. No, it's the only vegan cheese. I think it's the only vegan cheese monger here. But you can get all your cheeses like the mozzarella, monster, blue cheese, all of those wow. there, and it's all vegan. Okay, okay. we'll have to get. So I love cheese. Yeah. So, so that's those are my favorite, and I love. I like I could eat French fries, and I could eat. 
um, sushi every day. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So as long as everyone feels good, we'll slide right into our peachy clean segment. Did you have an opportunity? I'm nervous. <laughs> Did you have an opportunity <laughs> to think of something? Do we feel good about it? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I can say that I've slipped up and eaten cheese in my six years as Ooh. a vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not all perfect. We make yeah, yeah but I mean, <laughs> I had I, like, I yeah, think- but I feel so much shame. <laughs> <laughs> I feel shame because I mean, I'm showing you what's on the green side, but in my defense, it was either that or starve. Yeah. Okay. 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 So what was the situation? Even though there's no excuse, I should have took the starve. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But well, at that moment, yeah. What was the situation? Why were you like in a place that didn't have a lot of vegan options? Like, were you traveling? No, no. I didn't have any any vegan options, and I was just like, I can't sit up here and eat, you know, like um, pretzels all day or yeah. something like that. I was just like, okay, and it wasn't nothing crazy. It was a cheese pizza mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's my kryptonite <laughs> <laughs> i think was it the last we do solo episodes every so often and i think the last time the when we do solo episodes we come clean and i think the last one we did i came clean uh like i drunkenly like i was so so drunk and i came home and i was like ravenous by myself people were still out and i came home early and i ate a bag of Doritos. Not like a whole bag, like a big bag, but like a little. You ate the red bag instead of the purple bag? I did. When was this? Uh, Alex. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Alex. Okay, no, I totally came clean about this, Nicole, at Alex's birthday party. or okay. for Oh, her. yes, Because we, right. we had went to Napa, and yeah. we were in Napa all day. We came home. People Day's then drinking. went out to a bar. Mm-hmm. I was... This is not an excuse. I was so drunk and I came home and I was like, I need something. That'll do it. That'll do it. Angela to, to cheese pizza. Lindsay to is to, 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 to the nacho, nacho cheese Doritos. I love Doritos. I fucking love them. They're oh so God. good. Like I could sit there just like the a purple vacuum. bag. The sweet chili has me in a chokehold. Yeah. Like they're, I mean, but that's okay. Like they're, that, those are also good, but like there's just something I'm, about that red bag. I, know. <laughs> I prefer I know. the purple bag. <laughs> okay, Nicole, we can all be perfect vegans. <laughs> Look, you guys will get there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, thank you so much for sharing. So yeah. You are all PG clean now, Angela. You're all good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you so I'm much. No, no, don't be ashamed. No, You're no, all no, clean. No. We have cleared you of your conscience. You're good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. This has been such a lovely chat, and we really oh, appreciate you. you donating your time to the, our podcast. Do you want to roll through where people can find and connect with you? And Well, you can find me on IG at VeganPopEats2, and on the other platforms is just VeganPopEats. And thank you so much, Nicole and Lindsay, for even thinking that I was you know, good enough to be on your show. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Of course. I, I always oh get tickled when someone be like, oh, I would love to interview you. And I'd be like, me? Like, I, no, of like course. it cracks me up every time because I'm just, you know, I'm grateful and I'm thankful for it. But it just, it just, it just blows my mind every time that someone, you know, 
wants to chat to me about what I'm doing and stuff like that. Absolutely. I mean, we were super, we were super impressed by your knowledgeability and we were super captivated by your energy. And we think we are so excited to see Vegan Pop Eats grow into a global brand. And we were also, uh, we are just as flattered that you felt like we were worth your time. So I like what you guys are doing. And I I really do. And it's inspired me because you're the you're the I think you're the third podcast that I've been on that uses this, I guess, this platform. Yeah. And I and I'm just, you know, people keep asking me to do like a podcast or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm going to do it because I do all my stuff on live. But I feel that I should transfer it over to like this podcasting space because I guess for this, it separates the video and it separates. The yep, you, you get can, to do all you of can it. do all the different things with mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this yeah. definitely inspired me. Yeah, we just started using this a, like a couple. This is our third. Uh, we like it. I, we yeah, do. so far so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the like the fun thing about it is that it'll record right to your computer. So if there's any like if there's any Wi Fi issues, glitch, yeah, it should it shouldn't come up on the actual recording because it goes straight to your computer. What? Yeah. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the dream. But yeah, yeah. But we're <laughs> excited to see the other branches of Vegan Pop Eats aspire and evolve. Yeah. Maybe yes, a cookbook is in your future. Oh my god! Maybe that'd be or- so- oh no, I'm not a chef, child. Okay. Oh no. Okay. But I so then, like, you. I can feed you, but I want to have. But like a destination book, like try here, try there. Yes, I, I keep saying that I'm gonna. I'm supposed to be working on it like a little ebook, just, just, just for you know, just to say that I have one. But it's so hard to sit down and be like, oh, well, let me it is. get this it together. Is, it is, totally. When I when all I can do is say, well, why don't you just go on my channel on YouTube and you can see them all. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. just, I mean, no, but I'll, eventually I'll get there. But um, well, just think about it this way. You can that can be like your the first thing you like or something that you monetize on. Right. Well, I have T-shirts. I have my own Vegan Pop Eats T-shirts that I'm going to relaunch. Yes. And then I'm relaunching a new T-shirt and it's going to be hashtag share my shit. Love that. Love and it. the reason why is because in our social media space, your social real estate is important. Yes. But people don't get that you need to share my yes. shit. Yeah. And so being upfront about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Clear and to the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hashtag share my shit. So I'll be dropping, I'll be dropping those in the next couple weeks yes you know what peaches this is your time hit that subscribe button on pop eats and peaches because we need you we need you share our shit yes share our shit All right, Peaches, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And an extra big thank you to Angela. If you liked what you heard, definitely share the podcast with anyone who has ears. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. That really helps the podcast grow and get out there and into the ears of new listeners. You can follow us on social media at Let's Talk underscore Peaches on Instagram and TikTok. You can go to our website, letstalkpeaches.com to snag some cool merch and keep up with what's new. And we put out new episodes every Monday. So we will see you back here next week for a new episode. Bye. Bye, Bye, Peaches. Peaches. Nice. Beautiful.